This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Wednesday, 12 April, in the year of our Lord, 2023, you're in the war room. Uh, we're pretty packed today. Uh, we've got Michelle Bachman's going to join us here shortly. Carrie Lake is going to join us. Also going to talk about these um, Chinese government bonds that the Chinese Communist Party owes, I don't know, billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars. We're going to talk to Brian Kennedy uh, about that. So we're, we're pretty packed. The second hour, I was on Alex Jones earlier today. We talked about President Trump saying the greatest enemy that the nation has is not the Chinese Communist Party. It's not Russia. It's not the KGB and the CCP combined. It is the administrative slash deep state. He said that last night on the great interview, the powerful interview he did with Tucker Carlson. So we're breaking down uh, really the, one of the best analysis I've seen of the deep state, the biopharmaceutical industrial complex is Robert F. Kennedy's speech at Hillsdale College. We're going to break that down. James Urkel and I are going to break that down the next hour. Michelle Bachman, Carrie Lake up shortly. I want to go to Trump Tower, Rebecca Koffler. Rebecca, um, I, I want you, we, we had Gates on earlier today, and, and these, these intelligence leaks, which only get worse, the main thing I say of these intelligence leaks right now is the the lot, the triumphalist narrative about Ukraine that MSNBC, CNN is nonstop hammering. And as you know, we've looked at this with a jaundiced eye. These intelligence reports are shocking what the facts are they're talking about inside the Pentagon to the Joint Chiefs versus what they're putting out. You were a senior official in defense intelligence focused on Putin and the KGB leadership. Walk me through your assessment of these leaks and particularly the leaks about Ukraine and Russia, ma'am. Sure. Uh, these uh, Pentagon uh, leaks have revealed that the entire narrative that the Biden administration and the Democrats, in collusion with the big media, have concocted, has just collapsed. What this report, this intelligence has shown that uh, there's absolutely no military path for victory in Ukraine. This is what we've been talking about on Warren for the past year. Any serious military strategist and uh, intelligence analysts knew that from the very start. It's not because Ukrainians are not fighting valiantly. They are heroes. They have been fighting um, like, like mad against uh, Putin's forces. But it's very simple. It's because the Russian military overmatches Ukraine's military. The Russian military, despite all of the tactical mishaps, is still, you know, the second military in the world next to uh, American military and Chinese military. So what's happening right now, Ukrainian forces are simply overwhelmed. 
the air defense is collapsing. Um, the morale is collapsing. They want out. They realize that Zelensky are basically is basically using them as sacrificial lambs to protect Europeans who are not willing to pay for their own security. Uh, look, Steve, as you know, uh, back at the DIA, I briefed scores and scores of Pentagon officials uh, within the Obama administration, the National Security Council, uh, the White House, combatant commands, including in the run-up to Putin's invasion of Crimea in September 2013. We knew. We had every piece of intelligence known to man uh, telling us what Putin's plan was, and yet nobody wanted to do anything about it. Uh, the Biden administration, you know, failed, and, and the Obama administration with Biden being his VP, they completely failed at deterring Putin. They didn't bother to develop a deterrent strategy. The Europeans continue to be on the Russian uh, energy needle. They didn't want to pay for their own security. Even to this day, uh, Steve, only eight countries out of 30 are contributing 2%. Uh, of their GDP towards collective defense, right? And so all of it now is bubbling up. The American people are now aware that the whole um, approach that Biden used of writing blank checks to Ukraine, pumping in high-tech weaponry, $196 billion, either committed or has already been provided to Ukraine, just schizophrenically, you know, thrown these weapons, depleting our own weapons arsenal. Uh, they know it's just all a waste. And my assessment is that Biden is now laying the groundwork for his exit strategy out of Ukraine. But we have sacrificed 100 million of Ukrainian men, men and women and children and civilians for what? For nothing. And now he's going to pull out just like he did in Afghanistan, right? Having abandoned $85 billion of high-tech weaponry that now Taliban owns after 20 years, sacrificing 6,000 American uh, men and women's life, our, our, our servicemen. And, uh, and also civilians, right, who work there. So it's the same strategy of failure is coming to Ukraine right now. And let's pray for the Ukrainian people so that this mistake will, is never going to be made again because Zelensky completely miscalculated. Yeah. Let me just, I think you said 100 million, 100,000. And the way, a couple things. Let's make sure we go through this. In these slides, they say the air defense system is just about gone, right? They talk about that. They talk about the casualties, 70,000 Ukrainian troops. And if you take the Pentagon's, you know, 30 or 40,000, that's how you get to not 100 million, but over 100,000 Ukrainian casualties against this. I found the shocking number. The Pentagon's only saying 16 to 17,000 Russian troops where we've been told we've been told by MSNBC there's hundreds of thousands of Russians dead. That leads them to the conclusion that the spring offensive is a lot of talk, but right now it has no chance for success. Is that your uh, is that also your analysis of these slides when it deals with the Ukraine? Absolutely. Uh, the Ukrainian offensive has collapsed even before it has ever started. Because look, all of that weaponry that we have promised, right? It just can't get there fast enough. You know, Biden's strategy is simply 
virtue signaling, right? He wants to show to the world that somehow he's supporting Ukraine, but everything that we promise to them just can't get there fast enough. And he's not providing the amount of weaponry needed for Ukraine to change the battlefield dynamics. Because he knows if that happens, Putin is going to trigger his nuclear doctrine. So no, there's going to be no Ukraine's counter-offensive that is going to matter. This war is done, and it's just a matter of Biden uh, has recognizing and telling the truth to the American people and sitting down to the negotiating uh, table to save Ukraine. Ukraine must be saved at this point, okay? Because enough people are dead, and Ukraine will never get Crimea back. Uh, Even uh, Dick Morris sent out uh, today his update saying Ukraine should abandon his plans to retake Crimea. It's not, it's militarily impossible. It's mathematically impossible for Ukraine to win. Uh, Putin is using his strategy of attrition. That's the strategy that Russia used for centuries to win wars. And so it's basically relentless attrition of power, throwing people into the meat grinder. And so with the Russian population being 143 million, and Ukraine population been 43 million. You can see the math. So Ukraine's victory is unachievable. It is time to save Ukraine. The, one of the things that's very disturbing comes out of the uh, the top secret uh, report or, or slides they have is that some people were very concerned about sending uh, Zelensky. There was even pushback in the Pentagon by sending missiles because the, the, there it was a consensus that Zelensky would would use the missiles to hit inside of Russia, not for defensive purposes, hit inside of Russia. But let me pivot to, given this information is so explosive, how has this not gotten to the House Armed Services Committee? I mean, by, how do other people in Washington, outside of the Pentagon, and it looks like DIA and maybe some intelligence services, how has this reality, because this is like Pentagon Papers or the Washington Post Afghanistan Papers, how do people on the Hill not have this. I had Gates on the day and he said, hey, look, this is not the narrative they're being told up there. So how could this possibly be just kept internal to Joint Chiefs? Um, You beat me. I have no idea, but uh, here's my assessment. It's, you know, when I served as a uh, senior intelligence analyst for Russian doctrine strategy in the DIA, we had a whole bunch of really committed, you know, people, the work of you, right? Intelligence officers who were willing to do everything, including sacrifice their life for the mission. And then we have the top tier. We call them the strap hangers. You know, there was a there was a five to one ratio of chiefs to Indians, if you will. That's how and those people are corrupt, so they don't want that information out. And they choose what to brief Congress. But also people like Adam Schiff, they are blocking the release of the information. Because, you know, Schiff has been lying to us all along, you know, concocting all sorts of uh, fantasies, right, about collusion and all of that. All of this, you know, all of this stuff is going to unravel today, and the American people are going to learn the truth very soon. Uh, Rebecca, how did they get to your book? You still got the best book about Putin's thinking and really about Putin's uh, anti-American stance and, and his whole strategy. How do people get the book from regularly? 
Thank you, Steve. Uh, the book is available virtually anyway. It's an Amazon, uh, it's called Boone's Playbook. Um, and uh, I described uh, the unclassified level, uh, the whole strategy. I predicted this war and uh, anywhere really at any store. I also have a website, RebeccaCosla.com. I'm on social media, on Truth Social, um, uh, Getter, and, uh, and Twitter. And um, uh, President Trump actually himself um, just changed one of my pieces that I wrote on the Federalist that talks about him being the only U.S. leader that Putin fears. President Trump is the only U.S. leader that Putin fears, and he would have never invaded Ukraine or anything else if the 45th were still president today. Uh, Rebecca Koffler, thank you. Your reporting has been fantastic. Your analysis is fantastic. And thank you for being live from Trump Tower today. Great to see it. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to have everybody take a look. The Trump Tower is booming. And I want to have my beautiful mother-in-law uh, here because she's a big War Room supporter and Trump supporter. She wanted to say hi to everybody. Well, fantastic. Tell her we love her. We love her son. He wrote one of the best books uh, ever about uh, a biography of me. So thank you. Thank her very much. Her son is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Steve Bannon, always the rebel. That's the name of the book. Check that, check that out. Oh, even more read your daughter, Captain Bannon, Steve. I didn't tell you that. She told me that she learned something from that book that she didn't know about you. Okay. <laughs> Told there's, me a lot, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. I held back from the kids. Rebecca Koffler, thank you very much. It's a great book. I put that cover up one time. Um, Michelle Box is going to join us. We're going to take a short commercial break. Think about this for a second. Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, and now Ukraine, where we put hundred, we put two hundred billion dollars already, and we now know because of this intelligence brief. There are special operators in there. There's all kind of NATO operators, hundred over 100 special forces, 14, at least they admit to, American special forces fighting in Ukraine, never told to Congress. We have no earthy ideas been reported. Alex Jones says there's many more than that. Short commercial break. We're going to go to, we got a issue of sovereignty with the WHO, Michelle Bachman. Dean down at Regent University, former congressman, former presidential candidate, is going to be here to explain it all. And then Carrie Lake, Michelle Bachman, Carrie Lake next in the war room. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. 
They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Stephen K. Bannon. So let's have a digital health certificate acknowledged by WHO if you have been vaccinated or tested properly, then you can move around. So for the next pandemic, instead of stopping the movement of the people 100%, which clogged the economy globally, you know, you can still provide some movement of the people. Indonesia has achieved, G20 country has agreed to have this digital certificate using WHO standard, and we will submit into the next World Health Assembly in Geneva as the revision to international health regulation. So hopefully for the next pandemic, we can still see some movement of the people, some movement of the goods, and movement of the economy. Okay, uh, we have uh, Dean uh, Michelle Bachman from Regent University, formerly Congressman Bachman from Minnesota, presidential candidate, a leader of the Tea Party movement. Uh, So, Dean, you brought this to our attention last year when we had, uh, you know, WHO and you had the World Health Assembly, you had these things and we had people monitoring 24 hours. It was James Rotowski out in California and you were leading efforts to have people have public comments, all that. Where are we today? Because now you're leading this effort to make sure that the audience that we pile into this sovereignty issue on WHO explain exactly where we are and what the war room posse needs to do. So for the war room posse, we've got to do what we did last year. And we're exactly where we were last year. We had a one year reprieve. Thank God. Thanks to a few little small African countries like Botswana who resisted at the meeting in the last week of May in Geneva, Switzerland in 2022. Otherwise, we already would have created this platform for global governance for the WHO. That didn't happen because essentially what this is, Steve, uh, the Biden administration is trying to push all 194 nations to give up their sovereignty on health care, which is really just give up your sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Then, as we've been under emergency powers for three years in the United States, it was just finally lifted. Uh, Joe Biden signed that. Now Joe Biden wants us to give up the right to declare an emergency to the World Health Organization. And so this clip that you just played was the Indonesian foreign minister saying in Bali last November that the G20, the B20, they've all gotten together. They've all agreed that we're going to offer amendments at the World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland, that would change the World Health Organization from an advisory body to actually a regulatory body with authority. And they would be able to do to the United States and any country on earth what Dr. Fauci did to us, what the CDC did to us, because Fauci and the CDC 
relied on the recommendations from the WHO. So now the WHO would have the power to mandate yeah. vaccines and mandate lockdowns this, and all the rest. Well, this, and is, this, is, this is yeah, this plan. Let's not, yeah, let, let, let's not bury, bury the lead. This is the sub, same WHO on the day that we shifted, on the week that we shifted the show from war room impeachment to war room pandemic. The WHO, I think it was on the 15th of January of 2020, came out and said, hey, they had checked all the information. There was no, with the, and they had talked to the Chinese senior CCP health officials. WHO put out a tweet saying, there's no human to human transmission, and this is not spreading anywhere in Wuhan. They came out <laughs> yeah. and actually said, no human to human transmission. This is, they are lo- owned lock, stock, and barrel in Geneva by the CCP. Ambassador Bremberg That's right. That's vouched right. that when I met with him. They're, they're yeah. owned 100%. So here's what I don't get. How and by the way, the G20 and your very very the G20 meets on the economic side, but they've spun off a group called the B20 that that That's Klaus right. Schwab helped, which is kind of the 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 the, the I guess the biopharmaceutical the corporate same side gr- yeah. group, the corporate side the corporate side the yeah. B20. But be specific. How do they want to take the sovereignty of the United States of America? Specifically, how do they do that in this? Uh, in this uh, a new document, this global governance document that they're putting together? Well, the power to declare an emergency, that power would be given to the executive uh, director at the World Health Organization. So they could declare an emergency for a pandemic or even the possibility of a pandemic. And then nations would be forced to have to do the bidding of the WHO. And they and Force this through what this guy just said in this clip, which is every single human on earth will be given a digital identity on your phone. There'll be a QR code. And if you're in compliance with what the WHO has mandated for you, testing, shots, boosters, then you get to travel or you don't get to travel. And that that will be merged with your electronic medical records. Eventually, that'll be merged with your digital currency. And your whole life will be on your QR code, but it will be run through the World Health Organization, through the UN. That's the platform for global governance. We've never had this level of control ever in history. This is This would be a first where we have a global body and... Every all 194 nations would give up their sovereignty to the World Health Organization and empower them to declare an emergency. And once they have that power, then they can tell us what it is we have to do. And the number one question people ask me, Steve, is, yeah, but how's the WHO going to enforce this? Well, just think the big dog on the block, which is the United States of America, the Biden administration is leading this effort. They want to empower the World Health Organization. They want the World Health Organization to do this. And also for the last three years, whatever the WHO said, if they said jump, we jumped. And so this wouldn't be anything new. Only now we have nowhere to appeal. This is essentially giving up the United States sovereignty, our freedom to the United Nations healthcare arm, the WHO. And once you give up freedom, you don't give it back. It doesn't get any bigger than this. This is as big as it gets when you give away freedom to the WHO and our president is for it. Dean Bachman, I thought that the, the framers of the constitution had a way for us to avoid this, that treaties 
anything that dealt with American sovereignty in partnership or in treaties or alliances with any nation had to pass the Senate with two-thirds of votes, so it just couldn't be along party lines. Basically, two-thirds. You had to bring in other people to, 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 to agree with you. Why is this not being that, treated as a treaty? Why is this not getting a vote in the House, and why, not, why certainly not as a treaty in the Senate? Well, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin brought his amendment to the Senate just about two weeks ago, and that amendment said anything that passes at the World Health Organization would be treated as a treaty, and it has to come on and get voted on in the Senate. The Democrat-controlled Senate uh, voted the Johnson Amendment down. So we know where the Senate is coming from. They, they're not going to see it that way. But the Biden administration is taking a dual track approach. They want this to pass. They want to give up our sovereignty. And so they're going both through a global pandemic treaty, actually called a global pandemic treaty. They want that to go through. But they're also just trying to bring amendments to the World Health Assembly, because once amendments are passed, at the World Health Assembly, they don't have to come back to the U.S. And here's the dirty little secret that most people don't know. The National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, was passed and signed by Joe Biden December 23rd of 2022. It's the must-pass piece of legislation that runs the Defense Department. Contained in that bill was, the, was a, a, an act within an act, and it said this. If there are any amendments that are passed at the World Health Assembly, we will deem that the United States government approves of them and they don't need to come back to Congress. This was contained, Steve, in the NDAA. So obviously somebody was thinking about this ahead of time because they knew that the most successful track would be through changing amendments in Geneva, Switzerland in this last week of May. They almost got it done last year, but enough people were alerted. This thing got stopped. It can get stopped again this year. But I'm telling you, this is the intention of the Biden administration. They want to empower the World Health Organization so that the whole world can come under uh, the World Health Organization's control through emergency powers. But then also so that we have a digital ID and a QR code and we're restricted based upon what the World Health Organization allows based on that QR code. Where do people go now to, to, to get involved here and to sign this and to make yeah. sure their voices are heard? Right. The number one thing we want is we have to demand that the U.S. get out of the World Health Organization. Donald Trump did this. He put it into effect. He saw how evil this organization was. But Donald Trump didn't return to office to the White House in 2020. Joe Biden put America back in the WHO and he continued the funding again. So we have to demand of both of our U.S. senators and our representative that the United States get out of the WHO. Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona has House, a House Resolution 79, House Resolution 79. That gets us out of the WHO. But we don't have a lot of time here with legislation. So what we need to do is melt the phone lines of every senator and every, every representative and tell them simply, get us out of the WHO. You don't have my consent to stay in the WHO. And I certainly don't want to be under a digital ID because that's what will happen if these amendments go through in Geneva, Switzerland. 
How do people get to you? Uh, we're going to put it up and maybe get you back tomorrow to drill down on this more. How do people get to you in the interim? Is it an email? Do you have a website? Where Re- people yep. Regent, Regent University. It's R-E-G-E-N-T. So regent.edu. Just type Michelle Bachman into the search engine. It's Michelle with one L. Bachman with two N's, Michelle Bachman, regent.edu, and you you can easily reach me. And also your capital switchboard number is 202-224-3121. The War Room Posse knows that one. Congressman Dean Bachman, thank you very much. We'll be all over this. Short break. Carrie Lake next. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works, and that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters sq.com, and download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free, so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Stephen K. Bath. Okay, just to get our bearings here, um, tomorrow, Frank Gaffney, Reggie Littlejohn, the team over at um, the Committee on Present Danger China, which has a new book indictment, I'll get to that in a moment. We're doing Wexit Day. That is the WHO exit, like Brexit, the Wexit Day of action. So we're going to get everything up. We'll get all the phone numbers up. We'll get everything up. So just everybody take a deep breath. Tomorrow we go to work. We've been fighting this one for a year and now it's resurfaced because of the Biden regime. This is what you got to deal with. You got to fight it every day. So we will have Reggie Littlejohn hopefully on tomorrow. We got Cash Patel on tomorrow. We're going to get into all this. Also, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure we had Gates on today. You heard he wanted the Voterama on the House to get this spending, throw up every plan and let's just have votes. So I don't want to say it's chaotic behind the scenes, but the New York Times is reporting, the Hill's reporting. There's a knife fight on our side of the football about how to present this in a rational, coherent way. We're going to get more on that tomorrow. One of the ways you can do it, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon, the end of the dollar empire. The third installment is called The Debt Trap. talks everything about the debt ceiling, everything about how the spending caused the inflation, all of it. So I want everybody to go there now, download it totally free, immerse yourself in this. We try to make everything quite accessible. It's very important you learn macroeconomics. I don't care if you dropped out of high school as a freshman and you can't balance a checkbook. We can learn you up on this, and you must understand macroeconomics because that's the convergence of money and power. 
okay? And that is what the your imperial capital is all about. Also, you can go check out on the IRAs, 401Ks, all of it free. Information from Philip Patrick and the team to check about uh, um, gold, silver, all of it, precious metals. Uh, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, your campaign, I followed it obviously quite closely. Your campaign was basically centered. They said it was all election fraud. Yes, it was very important, but it was about people's sovereignty. You made the case that the sovereignty of the citizens of Arizona is eroding every day. The drug mm-hmm. cartels, the open borders, the way, and this WHO is a perfect example. How central is that, this issue of sovereignty, to make sure it's front and center, that people understand that if you keep voting for these radical Democrats, what they are doing is trading us out to all, not all these different organizations, or like the Secretary of State in, uh, in Arizona, who is a lawyer for the cartels, in business with these people, ma'am. Well, I think we've forgotten as a nation, and and it might be due to the fact that we're not educating our children properly, that we are a collection of 50 sovereign states. We are not serfs to the federal government. And somewhere along the way, I, I think we've lost our way. And and we just feel like, you know, we've been taught that we have to just abide by everything the federal government tells us, and, and they're in control of us. We're 50 sovereign states. And there's nowhere that's more obvious and needed to return to than here in Arizona, because we have the federal government failing us on our border. And that's why my my bold, aggressive plan to secure the border scared the hell out of these people. And that's why they stole our election, because they knew that on day one, I was going to do exactly what I said, which is return sovereignty to Arizona, take control of our own border, which Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution allows us to do. We got to get back to the Constitution. I just heard that interview with Congressman Bachman, and that was horrifying. And every penny we pay into the WHO, every bit of power we give them is power and is a liberty that we're going to have to fight to get back. Congressman uh, Bachman is absolutely right on that. We're going to have to fight to get this back, and we need to relinquish every single ounce of power we've given these people and go back to our Constitution. I can't imagine not being able to go anywhere without having to prove to the government you've been vaccinated. This is really scary territory that we are starting to dance into. And I hope to God we've got some patriots in Washington, D.C. who will protect us from that. I I don't know the details, and I don't want to put you on the spot because I'm not sure you know the details either. And we're going to cover it. I think it's going to be covered in Lindale TV tonight later with Brandon House, and we're going to try to get on top of it tomorrow. But we know Liz Harris pretty well she was the one that did the canvas and proved that out in arizona you know none of the the illegal nobody lives in these houses where they say they got 10 people voting and liz did a very good job on that and remember that's the justice department sent the letter saying hey don't do canvases canvases could be treated as voter intimidation right they were scared to death of that but something came up today and i don't fully understand it and i'm hearing all kind of conflicting things and we will get to the bottom of it but how does somebody like Liz Harris, is it true that she got removed from the Arizona House today by, by essentially Republic, Republicans voting with Democrats? Yeah, absolutely. She got recalled. The voters just voted her in six months ago. And she got recalled today uh, over an ethics violation. Not, not censured, recalled. Removed from office. Well, she didn't, she, for- yeah, she didn't get re- a rec- recall to be the citizens doing it. She got bounced by the assembly. Yeah, she got dismissed. Removed. I'm she, sorry, right? you're right. Just the the dismissed, correct yeah. term is she got dismissed. She got dismissed today. They voted to dismiss her, remove her from office, an office that she was duly elected to serve. 
And, uh, you know, I, I believe the people should vote for who they want to represent them. The people of LD13 voted for Liz Harris. Now, some of these Republicans and some of these Democrats may not like it. They may not like her style, but that's up for the voters to decide. Not for them to vote her well, out. There was and, this. There was this. There was this controversy about this hearing that came and it got very controversial. There were allegations made or assertions made. I think that there are questions about that. The ethics committee and, like I said, it's it, the details of this are very hard to ascertain. Right. But your position is, hey, it has to be something of such a high, like a high crime and misdemeanor to actually move them and not have the voters do it. Is that is that the point you're trying yeah. to make? I, I heard one person say, "Well, she lied." And, and that made me laugh because how many of these other people are down there lying every day? You know, that uh, she's being held accountable for the, um, the committee that she brought some um, people in to put forth evidence. And some of the evidence may or may not have been true. And she's being held accountable now for what somebody else testified to. And that's why they're throwing her out. I'm a big believer that we, the people, should elect our officials to represent us and the people in in legislative district 13 voted for liz harris and to have her thrown out by these lawmakers i i I think it's very dangerous that they did that and i'm not saying that liz is perfect but i think she's a patriot who cares she cares deeply about election integrity and all they've done is made her an icon now She's going to be an icon if they think they've made her lose power i think liz harris is going to gain power from this move what is going on in Arizona? I mean, to be blunt, I mean, we know they stole the tr- presidential election in 2020. They stole your election. You've now got at least a shot that they get back down to the district court uh, of, of getting some additional facts in there. Maybe because throwing it out. I think people for a great state with great people and so many MAGA and so many great patriots. How does the governance situation seem to be so screwed up, ma'am? Well, they're trying to turn us into California. They've been trying to talk us into this narrative, which is a bunch of baloney, that we're a purple state. We are a red state. We are a red state. We're a purple state if they're going to continue to rig elections and they throw a bunch of phony ballots in. And I'm, I'm disturbed now if, if, you, if you happen to win, they'll just throw you out of office like they just did in Legislative District 13. We're living in a banana republic called Arizona right now with people who have taken control of our government that were not elected to take those roles. And I'm talking about people like Adrian Fontes, obviously Katie Hobbs, and Chris Mays in the AG's office. They have stolen our government from we the people. And they think this is going to go away. They think they can run their phony little investigations. Maricopa County put out the results of their phony investigation where they investigated themselves. It would be like, you know, letting O.J. Simpson investigate and try to find the real killer. We know what's going on here. They, but they're afraid because they, they know that they can't just say nothing wrong happened in the elections. They have to come up with some phony reasons that the machines just miraculously on election day uh, turned on the people and printed the wrong image. We know they're going against every single expert who understands these machines. And uh, it tells me they're nervous, Steve, because they know they can feel the drumbeat. We're coming at them. They can hear it, and they know we're not going to stop. I'm like a dog on a bone, and I will not stop until we get justice in in Arizona. Carrie, we we covered and we put up on our Getter page your your events in Iowa, and we have in ten, twenty, thirty thousand people follow it and make comments, live chats. You just had another 
big event, huge event, packed in San Diego. Can you, are, are there things coming up? Because I'm, people are telling me, hey, we love it when you put it over on Get, Get Her Later, but we want to see Carrie live. We want to see it live stream. Can you just give us a heads up? Oh, Anything well, in, in the next yeah. week or two? Uh, actually, uh, next week I'm going to be in Florida doing an event with Tom Holman at Mar-a-Lago and doing another event with uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle at Mar-a-Lago. And, uh, you know, I'll actually ask my team to put those up on our website. I don't think they are up. And then the week after that, I'll be in New York City doing a few events that will be open. I think you can purchase tickets to go to those. And then we're heading over to CPAC Hungary in May. So that'll be a great event yes. for people who want to do some travel. We're just getting the word out about the importance of the people to choose and chart the, the course for their future. And the way we do that here in America and many other nations around the, uh, around the globe are, are by choosing and voting for our elected officials. And unfortunately, we've allowed and we've sat back and it happened right right underneath our noses, our election systems go so corrupt that we don't really have that choice anymore. So I'm spreading the word. I got to tell you, Steve, we were in San Diego. I've never seen a more raucous crowd of, of patriots and people who love this country. There were uh, seats for 500. They have 785 RSVPs. This crowd in Southern California is so excited to continue forth with America First policies. It's the only way out of the mess we're in. And I think what we're going to see in this coming election is not just a battle with Democrats and Republicans. It's going to be America First versus the Uniparty. And we're seeing that here in Arizona. A lot of Republicans, so-called Republicans, are the ones behind pushing down the will of the people. They have an R next to their name, but they're part of the Uniparty. They don't want America first policies. They don't want Arizona first policies. And we Republicans have to come to grips with the fact that some of the people in our own party are truly working against our interests and our family's interests and, and our future's interests. Carrie, how do people uh, get to you, particularly find out more about uh, the fight you've still got going on in Arizona about the appropriate counting of the uh, of the ballots, ma'am? Where do they go? They can go to CarrieLake.com. They can also go to SaveArizonaFund.com. I will ask my team to get those uh, events on our calendar, and it'd be great. Yes. In San Diego, yes. people flew from all over to go to that event, so uh, I'm, it's probably not yeah. out of the realm of possibilities that somebody might want to fly to New York and see me there or check it out in, in Florida. We're reaching out to every single <laughs> state. That's how important this issue is. You and Tom Homan on the border will be fantastic down Mar-a-Lago. Carrie Lake, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. Thanks. Sarah Jane Allen, we got about a minute. We're going to hold you over, but tell us about this event. We got an event with some pretty big hitters in New Mexico. What is it? Where is it? When is it? Well, it is uh, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Uh, doors open at 5 o'clock. And what is so great about this, Steve, is that it is the largest coalition pro-freedom uh, group that we pulled together uh, for New Mexico's history. It will be uh, Americans for Prosperity will be there, Turning Point Action, uh, Heritage Action for America, Western Justice, and the Libra Initiative. Uh, we have got some great names that will be there. Uh, the actor from Yellowstone, Forey J. Smith, who is better known as Lloyd Pierce, uh, Guy Benson from Fox Radio, um, and Dave Duquette, the president of Western Justice. It'll be a great time for uh, New Mexicans to come together, join arms, and see how we can propel uh, freedom forward in our state. Uh, Sarah Jane, hang on for one second. We'll hold you through the break. Big event in New Mexico. 
Tyler from Turning Point is going to be there. It's the biggest group they've ever had. Also, Brian Kennedy is going to talk to me about economic warfare in the Chinese Communist Party. All next in the War Room. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, Stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Think again. In Congress, DeSantis voted three separate times to cut Social Security. That's right, three times over three years. Worse, DeSantis voted to cut Medicare two times. DeSantis even voted to raise the retirement age to 70. The more you learn about DeSantis, the more you see he doesn't share our values. He's just not ready to be president. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, Sarah Jane Allen, New Mexico. New Mexico is a state we can win. I love it. I've been out there a bunch speaking to groups. Once again, what's going to happen? When's going to happen? Where is it going to happen? How do people get tickets to attend in person, ma'am? Well, I'll tell you right off the bat, it's uh, uh, Respect New Mexico, uh, excuse me, RoadmapToProsperity.com is where they can get tickets. It's free, and it will be held at the Kiva Auditorium. Doors open at 5. There'll be a a cash bar there, and many uh, nonprofit organizations will have their swag tables so people can get more information about how they can uh, make their voice be heard. But uh, what is so exciting about this, Steve, is that it is a coalition that we have formed. New Mexico has never seen anything like this before. We've got Viante, New Mexico, New Mexico Alive, Western Justice, which is huge, and Americans for Prosperity, New Mexico, and the Libra Initiative, New Mexico. But we've got great sponsors of Turning Point Action. We've got Tyler Boyer that's going to be here. He's going to be speaking, which I know he's very popular with many people within our state. And Heritage Action for America will be here as well. Sarah Jane, what's your social media? Do you have a handle people can follow you on? Yes, uh, a roadmap to prosperity uh, is uh, our Facebook page, as well as you can go to roadmap uh, to prosperity.com. They can see everything, all of the speakers. We've got a whole list of speakers, and they can see their bios and understand exactly who they'll be listening to. And we'll present our plan, our coalition plan of how we can make our state go in the right direction. 
family. Uh, New Mexico's right there. We got to get on top of it. That's a start tomorrow, Thursday night. Sarah Jane Allen, thank you very much for coming on the worm, getting us up to speed. Brian Kennedy, uh, Cortez, we've been talking about economic warfare, un- unrestricted warfare uh, against the Chinese Communist Party because they're at war with us. We talked about the, the uh, reparations. Uh, Cortez said the first thing we got to do is, is the $1 trillion, because they sold off a bunch to buy gold, the $1 trillion of U.S. debt that they hold, right? You said, hey, there's another way, too. There, there's hundreds of billions of dollars. Talk to me about these bonds, Chinese Communist Party-backed government bonds that they, quote-unquote, defaulted on, sir? Yes, Steve, thank you. Thank you for having me on about this. One of the things intellectually the Committee on the Present Danger China and this show has been doing is orienting the American people that we're in a war with communist China. If you're in a war, you have to take seriously the economic war being waged by communist China against this country. They don't play by the same rules as everyone else does in the world. Today, the communist Chinese government is in default to American bondholders of over a trillion dollars of sovereign debt. The Republic of China issued sovereign debt last century. Uh, They defaulted on it. They were gold bonds backed by gold with interest payable in gold. The communist Chinese government has never paid the United States for this. They did, however, pay the British back in 1989 over this. And so they acknowledge that this is debt. They're just not going to pay this to the United States. Since we're in a war with them, we ought to do everything in our power to make them play by the same rules that would start with paying off this sovereign debt. That's a trillion dollars or more of US wealth that is in the hands of the PRC. We need to do everything and, we can to and, educate. And, the, and these, these, I want you. I, I want to send people to the website because I'm gonna have you on when we do, do a deeper dive. But these are owned by America. These bonds are owned by American citizens, are they not, sir? They got stiffed. Twenty thousand families in forty six states own these bonds, and you know a lot of okay, the money we so paid taxes. And it, this would be a boon to the U.S. economy, to the U.S you know, government. First off, the reason, the reason they, the reason they paid the British off, they wanted to get the deal done in Hong Kong. When you have right. leverage over them, they cough up. They paid the, they made the deal with the Brits the, on the same exact terms. And, and the United States has always looked the other way because the elites in this country make more money uh, having the CCP succeed instead of fail. Now it's about a default. where do people go? Cause this is why we're going to start the exercise. Where do they go to find out more about this, uh, quite frankly, bizarre situation, sir. Yeah, bizarre is right. Um, This is a very grassroots type of organization. It was started by uh, a rancher in Tennessee who simply thought there should be justice for the American people. If you go to the website, it's AmericanBondholdersFoundation.com, and you can learn all about it there. It's something I've been dealing with for for over a decade, because based on just on the simple idea that the American people should be treated the same way as as, as any other any other uh, you know, group in this country when it comes to communist China. Twenty thousand MAGA own the bonds, and they're getting stiffed on the bonds that they that the Chinese Communist Party paid off, made good on everybody else. Brian Kennedy, what's your social media? How do people uh, follow you? Uh, on Getter, it's Brian T. Kennedy. 
Thank you, Steve. Brian Kennedy, thank you very much for joining us. We're going to de- drill down. Let's get the website up there. We're going to spend more time deconstructing this bond situation. So thank you very much, sir. In the next hour, you heard about WHO. You're going to hear Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and I'm going to break it down with Jane Zirkel. This talk at Hillsdale is quite amazing. I got Crom up. Crom, we only have time. I want to tell the, the audience has Hearts Alliance. They know they got to take care of them. Salty is a product. I want them to go to the site to find out all the information and how to order. Where do you send them, brother? Where do people go to find out more about Salty? Steve, they, they, they go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And they'll learn all about Salty there. And Salty is a green tea extract. It's a super enriched extract from a particular molecule that will help them manage their heart health and particularly help them lower their cholesterol. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm a perfect example. I'm 74 years old. We've been making the active ingredient in Soul Tea for 18 years, and uh, I've been taking it that entire time. It lowered my cholesterol from 130 to 89, and it's been under 90 ever since. Uh, so I really, really encourage people because heart disease is the uh, number one killer of Americans. at warroomhealth.com warroomhealth.com and enter the code warroom at checkout and they'll get a big discount off their initial shipment and then the ongoing shipments they get three bottles for the price of two and we pay the price and you get all the information Crom Carmichael thank you very much brother stick around in the next hour you think your head blew up about the WHO taking the sovereignty of the American people You ain't heard nothing yet. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. next from Hillsdale College in the War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.